options podcast hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the dialogue options podcast i'm your host kyron morrison and i'm joined by my good friend and co-host joel mcdonald how are you i'm very good sir and i guess for our third straight episode we've got a guest with us a special third chair uh brennan hill how are you doing i'm really well thanks thanks for having me on guys yeah happy to have you here um, we've gone from like back to back abroad and now we're brought back in brendan like yeah. Are we a two-person show anymore? I can't tell. Like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of enjoying it. It's it's nice have, like having a, a a third person to bounce off as well, which is good. I'm just regretful it's we're been, not we're not going to have a dope or note this week because it was fun to have that actually function with Broad here. But alas, I think yeah. it's just a quest log. Yeah, yeah, and also too, we don't want to subject you to another <laughs> <laughs> two-parter episode that we write the release over you know two separate days in a week i'll be so. honest like i was holding out hope I'm like come on microsoft come on do something make it let's do back to back back to back <laughs> three weeks in a row that, just like yeah the broad god air super show but alas we'll have to wait for them to chip in uh but yeah how, how yeah. have you been joel not bad um just cruising along plugging away at a whole bunch of coursework for my for my course I've um, got two more days of placement, so nice. tomorrow and Thursday, and then my first placement block is done. Congrats. I guess do... pre- pre- preemptive congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and then I'm just going to do a shit ton of work around it, and then uh, and then back into more of the normal work and another placement block, and then hopefully I'm, I'm aiming by, like, August, I'll be fully qualified with a diploma as an early childhood educator. You got so, this. You got this. Thank you. I yeah, I'm getting there. I spent Griffin's nap today doing a whole bunch more work. So that was that was good. But uh but yeah, apart from that, like it's just been Being an mucking around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Played some D and D with Brendan a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Pretty cool. And Brod. It and was broad. yeah, it was great. And Brod. Yeah. I'm actually just looking at my uh my sweet uh, can drink holder, which I'm going to repurpose as a dice holder that uh, one of our party made for us, uh, Jamie, who has a 3D printer. Um, and Relentlessly it's pretty talented gentleman. Fucking, uh, a fucking oath. Like, he's insane. Um, yeah, it's like, and, and my, my little fig, mini figs in front of it as well. But yeah, he's made, like all of us in the party, these... Uh, very elaborate and cool looking um like can holders that are just so awesome uh and he is gonna be just, uh, we've heard some rumors he might be selling them soon so hey man, we know hey man you'd be cool <laughs> you'd be cool I, you'd be cool about it when we know more about that i will 100 percent plug that on the show to high heaven we might have, we'll make him the the sponsor of the show <laughs> unofficially maybe like, guarantee it he doesn't have to pay us or anything but we'll just be like Sponsor time. Well, the sponsor time segment <laughs> of the show for Jamie. Um, but yeah, apart from that, not much. What about uh, what about you guys? I'm not. I'm, I look again, just work and trying to squeeze in games where I can. Uh, but apart from that, honestly, not much. It's been pretty, pretty cruisy, pretty boring. Enjoying this swift, seemingly seemingly swift change in seasons, which is nice. Coming at the yeah. cost of uh, knocking me off my feet a little bit, but not as much as Brendan here. It's good. I flirted with death. Continued. <laughs> yeah. I, I took a couple of like, you know, entry level triple jumps on the walk to the grave. Um, <laughs> it was it's good. It's great. 
So, um, yeah, that wiped me out for a couple of days, um, which sucked because, of course, we're like the industry I work in is like March is the busiest period. Um, of so, of course, everything else is just absolutely flat stick and you just got to, you know, get over it and get back to it. Um, mm-hmm. But that, and that's pretty much where I've been, just like everybody else, you go to work and then you come home and you do your parenting or whatever it is you've got to do for a few hours and then you get a couple of hours to look out a dark window and be like, all right, well, what am I going to do to justify me getting out of bed this morning? And the answer yep. has been Valheim, to be honest. The answer we'll... has been Valheim. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that in the quest log, though. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Which, I mean, I guess if there's nothing else really on the slate to talk about, I reckon we just kick immediately into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So, of course, the quest log is our what we've been playing se- playing segment, and uh, this week we've got some stuff. Not not heaps, but I think it's at least a few of the games we can talk about extensively, and of course, Brennan, with her, as our guest here, is bringing PC games. PC gaming. PC gaming <laughs> over here. Mr. PC gaming, I guess we'll call him from the, now on. Uh, the gaping hole in our... In our repertoire, we on have the show, we I have gaming is... PCs as well. Like we have them. I know, I know, and I have games to play, and I have played some games. And like, man, I should have given Ghost Runner more time. Like, I really should have. I just haven't I, gone back to it. But yeah. I know you'll be very me- like as soon as Baldur's Gate three comes out, like in full release. So that'll be good. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pl- I'm I'm happy to represent PC gaming. Just as long as you don't expect me to actually cover the breadth of PC gaming, because I am <laughs> dramatically I don't know. It's like you dig. Here's the massive hole of um, content that is PC gaming, and I walk over and chuck a couple of bits of Lego in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, th- th- hey, that's that's more. I, I I contribute to like the or both of us contribute to like the uh, the indie side of things where we're just like, no, it's not out on Switch yet, but I really want to play it. That's like that's when I jump on my PC to play something. <laughs> usually, usually I bring Duplo to a conversation, not yeah. Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I bring like Mega Blocks. Like, <laughs> hey man, Mega Blocks um, have the Halo license that's, that's and the Call of Duty, did. you know, so they're doing alright. They right. did. And the big they risk did. with like PC gaming is you've got infinite backwards compatibility, so it's like, well, what have you been playing this week? I'm like. I sunk some time into 2004's Dawn of War. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Riveting. Yeah. On the finger on the pulse. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of things, that, like, like, I'm going to be completely open at the start of this and say I don't have a lot <laughs> that I've played this week. I've played one game, um, and uh, and that's about it because that's just where I'm at at the moment. But um, You had a busy week. The, Life happens. I did, yeah. and And also, too, I just... I'm trying to be more diligent in like focusing on one game, um, which has been good considering there's been no big top tier like indie releases on that have come out on the Switch. So that's made life a lot easier. Um, but uh, speaking of things that I wish were on the Switch, and if they were, I would be absolutely playing. Um, I really, really wish I had time to set aside and some money to set aside for uh, for Loop Hero because that's. Mm. Uh man, I keep hearing and I I like watch some gameplay of that and I'm like, oh this looks like my shit. <laughs> this looks great. This looks like a like um Slay the Spire meets like a like dungeon crawling adventure and I'm like, yes, more of this please. Uh tapped I, my veins. I fully believe that will come to Switch. Like whenever I see oh, that game, I'm absolutely. like, that's that's gonna be on Switch. It's gonna be there and from what I can tell from people who have been playing it, it's going to ruin lives. But That'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, if things like Slay the Spire are going to come to the Switch, and I think, more, I want to say Monster Train's out on Switch, or it's coming to Switch. 
Uh, I think it's coming to Switch because I stopped playing it on Game Pass. Because um, I'm like, I'm going to wait for... They haven't really officially said anything, but it's coming to Switch. <laughs> um, it, and I was like, oh, I, I'm I'm going to wait to play this more on the Switch because it's... Yeah, again, 100% my shit. It's like Slay the Spire, but with levels. Uh, that you ha- like, Tower Defense Slay the Spire, basically. It's really fucking cool. Um, yeah, I've been watching yeah. I've been watching Loop Hero a lot. But again, I have, mm. like, so many games that I'm dividing my time between that I'm not buying any new games right now, but very soon I will probably buy Loop Hero. Yeah, um, I, I, quite a I lot thought of about Hero. it. Yeah, I like thought about it. Like of Loop Hero. <laughs> I was I was watching them talk about it on Gamey Gamey Game, and I was like, oh, I could just go buy this now. And I'm like, I've got a lot of work to do, though. <laughs> and, and again, like, the given middle... the nature of a game, you want you do actually want that on Switch. In my, like... I I do, yeah, 100%. It is like the perfect game for me to play, like sit back on the couch. I... Also, I'm following someone on Twitter who was playing it. I think it was actually maybe um Brittany from What's Good Gaming. Yeah. Like, she bought it on PC. She's like, this doesn't feel right. And then she eventually, I think her most recent picture was she'd moved her laptop into the lounge room, hooked up to her TV, and she was on the couch with her, like a wireless mouse yep. and keyboard. She's like, this is better. I'm like, see, that's yeah. that seems like the sort of way you want to play that game. But again, that's just, this is why I don't think I, I'm good enough to bring in PC gaming, because I'm always just like, at my desk, I'm like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. I just want to be on a couch. Yeah. I 100% agree. If there was a way that I like, a, a, an easy cost-effective way that I could just, like, stream. And I'm sure there is, but I, I just haven't been bothered to really... I, I did a bit of looking around Steam about how, take like... off is what we needed. That's the thing. I, I heard it. I was like, oh, man, I should, maybe I should get a Steam link. And I was like, I heard, like, stories of people getting in for, like, $2 from EB Games. And then at that point, when I I, I decided that that was what I was going to do, that's fucking nowhere to be found. Welcome so. to the suffering that I feel every day that I think about um, passing on a PlayStation TV for the Vita. Mm. Like, yes. man, I really want one of these now. Cannot find it anywhere for nope, a fair price. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, yeah, man, yeah. Sometimes and you then snooze, I, you lose. I, sadly, I even looked into I even looked into building like a Raspberry Pi to like function as that as a Steam Link because that's essentially what it is. Then I was like, that's a lot of work, and it's still a lot of money, and I'm like, ah. It is kind of why I wish I had a better laptop, because when, it, it, like, when my laptop was new, I could do that with it, which was neat, but now mm-hmm. it is old and decrepit and falling apart, so there's no point trying. I haven't had a new, new laptop since my first laptop that I bought <laughs> however many years ago. I want to say that's like We've got PCs now, years. Nine years ago? Yeah. Even my PC is like three years old Yeah, my PC is so... a couple of years old now. Yeah. It's like, I, man, I, it's doing well. It's chugging along. It can run Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. And frankly, right now, that's all I need it to be able to do as far as benchmarks go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I, for someone who hasn't got a lot of games to talk about, I've certainly derailed the conversation already. <laughs> so it's... You, this, this show's motto should be just like, we welcome derailed conversations. Yeah, we yeah. may as well be open like, about it. We we are we are always going to fall victim to tangents. We're just going to rename the podcast to the Off the Tracks podcast. Like it's we can do that every other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, instead of like a quest log episode, it's an Off the Tracks episode. We uh, <laughs> we just talk shit for two hours. Yeah, <laughs> you can easily do that. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Well, in that. Are you, so are you good? Do you want to talk anything about Persona or are you happy to leave it until we both finish it? Um, Look, I'll talk about it. That may sound like I'm not enjoying the game, which is not the case at all. 
I'm very much enjoying this game. Um, uh, it was it's interesting when we were talking about it last episode when we, you were saying about or the episode before I think either one I think it might be the last one where you were I saying about how mm, you you felt like you'd seen everything the game had to offer and I was sort of inclined to agree with you at the time but now like pushing on a little bit further I'm feeling like I'm like oh okay there's a bit more here and also to the fact that the game sort of encourages you a lot to uh change up party members quite frequently oh not encourages um, like demands <laughs> demands yeah okay yeah I was being a bit lenient on that um but yeah I quite like that and I like the fact that so you get to a boss fight and you go into the boss fight you get your ass kicked by the boss and then you go, cool, well, I didn't have these party members. And then before you, like, load the battle again, it's like, hey, do you want to fuck around with your team a bit? And you're like, yes, I do, game. Thank so, you very much. Maybe, maybe it's just me being being just really, I don't know, bitter. But I just, <laughs> I very distinctly remember unlocking that ability in Persona 5. Thank you very much. That I yeah, swap look, people out. Like, I don't know. Again, I get it. Uh, I just feel like, honestly... Fair enough at the start of the game. I'm just surprised, but I think I'm now... I'm getting close-ish to the end, I think. Um, right. I still can't do it. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, we did what? We just take four people in and the other guys just like, I don't know, hang out back at the entrance? What are you guys doing? Oh, yeah. You're still speaking. Yeah. Like, are you just like, what are you doing? You slackers? No, Get no in they're, here. There. They're, they're, they're like party B, but they're a little bit further behind. Because then when you get to a cutscene, like, everyone's there and you're like, sweet. All right, cool. We're all good to go, but... They're just so sitting back going, Go, Joker! You're doing a great job! It's okay if um, you die this time because you won't get a game over. <laughs> yeah. But you better fucking believe I raise that motherfucker every time. I'm yeah, like, oh boy. Every time I get like, B, like the, the end senses for like HP, SP, and all that, I'm like, just feed it all to Joker because he has to be yep. in my party. Yeah. Yep. So I may as well yep, make him the 100%. best person here. It goes, it goes like, yeah, in boss fights, yeah, like feeding all items to Joker and then whichever party member that I have that is the prime party member that is doing the most damage. Exactly, yeah. Like, it has, like, element the, the, the weakness of the, the enemy. Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, cool. They get all the SP items so they can just spam psychic attacks. I'm looking at you, Haru. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I think the game is so much fun. And it is... It is kind of astonishing that how well they've captured the vibe of persona in a muso game like i mean the more i play it the less it occurs to me that this really isn't a muso game aside from the fact that there's like sometimes a million like enemies on screen yeah it's it is definitely more of an action rpg which is which is cool um kind of like i kind of like the way they they do the muso parts as well it's not like all the time flooded with a thousand enemies it's like you have those you have your, like your small intimate battles where you're fighting a f- quite a few enemies, but nowhere near is like what I've seen in other Muso games. And then you have moments like there's one, I think after you finish, mild miles worth after you finish the first jail, there's one that has a really cool intro cutscene to it as well. That well, just reminded me how much I I love the Phantom Thieves. It's the one from the intro of the game, like the um. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like they, but the, did the, they did the um, casino thing from Persona 5, but much yeah. quicker. <laughs> Just super quick. Yeah, much, much quicker. Um, but yeah, that cutscene is amazing as well. Like it, I, I was just like fist pumping and smiling so much to the whole thing. But yeah, then you have those moments where you have that big open area where it's just like, all right, 
we're going to flood you with enemies, just hack through them all. And it sort of makes it, it, it makes it more satisfying because you're not doing it all the time in a way. Like it's, I find it more satisfying because I'm like, cool, here's the big battle of this moment. Like, yeah. Um, and they, they use it sparingly, I guess. As long as it's not one of the stupid Futaba protecting areas. <laughs> yeah. Anytime look, Futaba's I, like, I'm going to hack him. Like, do you, all right, um, fine. <laughs> I failed my first one of those last night. Um, just get, it you was, know, you, yeah, you, know you was, can heal her, right? Uh, I do now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can, which is, I found that out the other day. I'm like, oh, thank God. You can heal her with like your, your skills and items. Yeah. So, cause like I, I started, I, I like she, she went down. I was doing this thing and it was a, it wasn't a particularly tough fight. I was just, they, it doesn't they take much, honestly, like once. No. If you break through, cause obviously she is the navigator, she's made a wet yep. paper. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's got like the best gear on that I could get at the game at the moment. She's got the. Hacker suit Mark Three at the moment or whatever, and um, she uh, she went down. I was like, cool, retry again. I'm like, that's shit, whatever. And I started doing it again, and then like I went into like the items menu to heal some of my party members, and then I was looking at like the party members on the side, and I'm like, she's got, like she's there, so surely. And I tried it, and I was like. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like that, see, but 100% it, would, it wouldn't even sense. occur to you though, because like you can't do it in Persona Five, so it's just no, like, no, and you, you don't, don't need you to. never need to heal her unless she's yeah. hacking. So it's just like this yeah. really weird thing. So I don't, I, I wouldn't blame say- anyone who missed it because I didn't know until recently. <laughs> I will say though, uh, she is. I-, I wish she'd start dishing out those uh, those moral supports a lot more. I tell you what, like in the middle of a boss fight, I'm like, just give me some SP, and she's like. Evasion up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Really? (laughs) Okay, sure. Okay, cool. I'll just dodge around for this, like, fight that I now have to, like, do chip damage at this motherfucker (laughs) for 20 minutes. And she's like, oh, attack up. And I'm like, that's better. We're getting there. It's quite closer. (laughs) Defense up. Oh, okay. You're just prolonging the inevitable now. Like, (laughs) come on. Give me a break. And it's like, finish that, like, die, like, TKO. Go back out. I'm like, cool. Go back to my van. I'm gonna cook some food. I'll fucking <laughs> make some SP items in my in my van. Um, but yeah, I, it's just like a gameplay and combat aside and all that sort of stuff. Like just the stuff outside. It you do like I do forget constantly that I'm playing a game that isn't a main. Lo- I mean, not even not a mainline, but it's not a like prime Persona game. It's a spin-off game, but it is a sequel, obviously. But it just it just feels like that. Like I just had a part where I had I had the beach day segment, like that's in all Persona games, and I'm like, this is awesome. Like this is great. This feels just like I'm playing Persona. Um, and that, like the that, writing's that really in, great. That comes in two flavors as well because I just had the um the hot springs, which is never Persona, which was of course the oh, just let it be over. <laughs> just yeah, let this be yeah. over. <laughs> Yeah, I because I did the first one of those where I was like, "Is there a second one?" There like, is a second one. Okay, you the weren't first getting one, on like, that light, Joel. Because the first one, I was like, "Okay, that was pretty tame for Persona standards. Like, it's a little bit on the nose for sure, but it's better than it's been in the past." Like, yeah, you're not getting their off that comments light. were their comments were like you know relatively restrained, uh, and then like the beach day the, the beach episode one was like, no one was make like there was barely any like. <laughs> there was one initially, comments. wasn't there? When they when they all turn up, 
in their bikini. You know what? I don't even really want to keep talking about it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, look. Yeah, look. These are teenagers. I, I, again, look, I I fucking love these games. Yeah, <laughs> like, look, me but, too, but it's definitely... Yeah, and it's like, it's not yeah, Persona yeah. only. It's a lot of these sort of, um, of JRPG fan service games that have it. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I saw a lot of people saying that about... um uh and I don't know much about this, but so this is all on you to sort of like back this up. But like people's re- initial reactions to playing uh, Thirteen Sentinels and like oh, yeah. starting oh, off with that, and it's like, sure, that was that was the point where people were just like, and I'm out. That's <laughs> and fair, I was like, like completely I get fair. It. I like, totally I, get it. I finished that game, and there's definitely parts where I'm like, does this need to be here? Does that yeah. character need yeah. to be designed like this? But then the next story bit would happen. I'm like fine i'll just pretend i'll just ignore it <laughs> no and that's i mean that's that's what's like with persona like it because uh, then like you get past that part and then you get back into like the the gang solving the mystery and and i'm really enjoying the story so far as well like i wasn't i was expecting to be like this is fun like this is a you know a good follow-up to, to persona 5 but i'm sort of really invested i'm invested in some of the like uh, um some of the side characters one in particular zenkichi is I think fantastic. It's funny um, because like I, I was enjoying the story, but it was definitely it was more so comfort rather than like genuine enjoyment. But that something Zenkichi wise happened that you're coming up to. Where I was like, okay, I'm in. You've got me. You've got okay, me on the cool. hook now. Yeah, Zenkichi is the like is the linchpin. I think to a lot of this stuff where he it's is. like he's just I still I'm can't like, deal with his because I just I got his um his um he woke into his persona. So I've got his, yep. his like fan of people outfit. I'm still like, nah, man, <laughs> get out of here with that. <laughs> but it's it's kind of funny though because it's just like it's dorky, just like he is as well. Like, yeah, it's I, fair. That's I true. think I saw it. I think it was a Polygon article saying it's like Persona finally has an adult character that doesn't suck. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, you could. I, I, I mean, they obviously you know putting Sojiro outside of that and i'm like i mean i would say i mean yeah i was gonna say if you're including all adult characters so is pretty cool and i would yeah. say that even though he's flawed dojima is so interesting um, oh yeah but oh, if yeah. you're talking like adults who are playable characters of which mm-hmm. there are not many i guess That's, he is the best yeah, yeah. I, how many are there i think i don't he's probably in, in my experience probably, I mean, with three four and five i don't think i think he is the first one yeah that one really and two could be different yeah, yeah, that's a, that's really interesting, actually. Hmm. But yeah, I just like I really like his dynamic that he adds to the Phantom Thieves because he's just he's such a for someone who is like you know works in like the public se- uh, public security, he is just such a pushover and a punching bag for a lot of it at the start. And I think that's really cool too because it's just it's it's showing up like the Phantom Thieves are just <laughs> they're like. We don't trust adults. And you've seen what we've been through, and and he's kind of like, look, I get it, <laughs> that's fair. And he's really trying to sort of convince them otherwise. Um, and then yeah, like it's I don't know, it's I, I'm really enjoying everything about it at the moment. And I think you're right though. I think you said about like it being comfort. I think that's definitely part of it. Because um, when I was playing Royal, I was enjoying it. It was just like comfort in a different way. Where as some parts where I was like, oh. I've played this bit. I I would like to get to the new bit, please. Yeah. Like, oh, I I agree, but also Royal is still just light years more enjoyable than this. Even the stuff that I've already seen, it's just a mar- it's yeah, it's just it's just better. Not nothing personal yeah. strikers. It's just like 
I am reminded a lot of just like this is a spin-off, and that's fine. It's really good for a spin-off. Yeah. Like it's out of all the spin-offs in the Persona series, it's probably one of the best ones. Like, mm-hmm. especially it's probably up there with um uh and again, tastes will differ and how you feel about fighting games. But Persona 5 Arena Persona 4 Arena, specifically um Ultimax, is very good. Um, I that so badly. It's it's you a crime that. and it's trapped on PS3. I'm glad I've got yeah. a hard copy. It kills me because I'm like, oh, man, I, I, and I, I'm pretty sure it was a plus game at some point. It was And I'm pl- pretty sure oh, I tagged it. I'm not sure if Ultimax was. Yeah, okay. It may have been. It like, could be. It's been a while. Can't even really like, check God. PS3 games anymore anyway, so. <laughs> and it was before I'd played 4, uh, Golden. And then I played Golden. And then even then I was like, oh, it's just like a, a Persona fighting game. That's pretty cool. I won't worry about that. But then like playing Dancing All Night and going, Oh, these games. They have, they these have games stories. have stories. Oh, they're games. <laughs> oh, they're games. Oh, they, these are Persona stories. Oh Christ! Oh yeah. Oh boy, and like, and how much I actually, I, I am a sucker for Dancing All Night story. Like, I, it's so cheesy, but I Sh- love shout it. Shout out and to Persona Four Arena for bringing in uh, the three characters. Shout out. Yep. Yep. Back yep. when I remembered. Yeah. Hey, they still they remembered. It was just that. You know, they remembered on the 3DS and nowhere else. I know. And now that game doesn't exist. Like, it's so hard to get now. Yep. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I said I wasn't going to talk about it for too long, but then... Oh, surprise! Yeah, Persona sidetracks. I'm I'm very weak to that. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it again, because I can guarantee you, probably by the next time we record, it's still going to be the only game I've played, I think. Um, until Monster Hunter comes out. So, uh, yeah. That's well, that's me done for my quest log anyway. I think before moving on to PC corner, I will quickly touch on. We'll have one more touch of the um of the east with uh, the Bradley default two. <laughs> so I think I I very I, when I briefly talked about it, I talked about how Strikers wasn't enough of an RPG, and this was too <laughs> much. So I was playing. I went back to Final Fantasy twelve. I decided that I really should try Bradley default two again. So I put some more time back into it, and. It just feels weird to walk away from it going, I don't I don't know if I'm if I'm enjoying the game. I don't know. It's it's good. I don't want to say that it's a bad game. And if you you definitely have to enjoy very traditional JRPGs to get something out of this. Like if you don't like those, then I would say walk away. Just walk the other right. way <laughs> and play like play like a persona or like a one of the more recent Final Fantasies, because you will be if you get this game, lots of grinding, uh lots of like really what like really bland sort of fetch questy things where like the worst one I just had was oh god this guy I went and talked to him he's like oh man oh this this woman I should say my husband forgot his lunch can you take my his lunch to him I'm like all right fine sure I'm just an errand boy but whatever yeah. I go out into these ruins I give him his lunch he's like oh I forgot this can you go back and see my wife I'm like oh Mate, fine okay. So I go back oh. and see her. She gives me a thing. I take it back to him. He's like, thanks. Oh, but I forgot this. I'm like, you are you are testing my, my patience right here. I could kill the you. Old, <laughs> the, old, the old Adam Jensen, I never asked for this bullshit. Yeah. Like, and it seems like a, a lot of the quests sort of, again, so far, like I think I'm like 10 hours in, so I'm still only in sort of the second area. Uh, but a lot of the quests have just sort of been a bit boring. And... Mm. Again, I shouldn't. It feels mean to bully this game, right? Because it sort of is just a love letter to that that genre of old. But every time a villain walks on screen, I'm just like, I get it. You're the bad guy. 
Yeah. I'm going to find you, I'm going to beat you up, and I'm going to take your job, and I'm going to use that job, which is great, because job systems are amazing, and this game has a very good one. Um, but yeah, it's just it sort of is making it hard for me to find the story and the characters compelling. It's hard, because like, for someone who is only recently someone who considers playing JRPGs, again, because of Persona, like that Golden was the thing that like turned me around on the genre, where I was like, oh, cool, this is great. Like, I, I, I mean, and it wasn't like I didn't enjoy them beforehand. I just hadn't played a lot of them, and it wasn't my go-to thing. Whereas it, now I'm like... With JRPGs, it's always a matter of finding the one that hooks you. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, it's definitely a genre that's just... Even though, like, JRPG is, like, such a strange box to put a lot of these things in, but there's just so many different kinds, and it's just about finding the one that gets you. Well, that's the thing, and I think now, because, like, JRPGs are have proven to be so popular now in, like, in Western markets as well, we're getting all these, like, off-the-wall things, like, like you know, Persona 5, like, Persona stuff, or the, Yakuza Like a Dragon is another one where it's, you know... I, taking that formula and sort of adapting it in a way that is more approachable and more accessible. Um, and I guess in some ways more compelling, but by the sense of things, but yeah, that's, a, that's a shame about Bradley default. I mean, I would say the, jo- the job system is definitely like, that is still the thing that this game will, that beats Yakuza on like hands down because I can change a job by just opening my menu and doing that, yeah, not having to get yeah. into a dumb taxi and go back to the dumb job center to go and change my dumb job, which just right. sidetracks right. me by like five, ten minutes. I'm like, just let me do it. Just let me do it. I'm sure. I'm sure the next Yakuza game. I'm putting. I, I, I'm staking my claim on it now. The next one will have an app that you'll be able to. do Oh yeah, I'm sure it will. It, it definitely will. But like, yeah, um, it's a shame because it is nice. I I do think visually, it could look better. But I kind of like the design of the environments and even like the arts for each of the areas. It still sort of sticks with that 2D style that the first two Bradley defaults had, which was mm-hmm. nice. Um, characters, yeah, again, I've seen a lot of people commenting on the, the design of the characters and just how they look. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. If that's not really your speed, it's not for everyone. I still kind of am okay with it. And the combat system is the one doing the heavy lifting. I still just love the Brave and Default. The the downside being that much like even in like similar to stuff like yakuza like a dragon i love the combat but sometimes the fights i'm fighting two enemies it's just like all right you're gonna be here for five minutes i'm like five yeah five minutes why why five minutes (laughs) (laughs) do you you still get that problem well i don't know it's really a problem i did notice a lot of in the original bravely default on ds if you it was like you kind of got the Brave system, fantastic, but it felt a little bit unbalanced, um, particularly sort of early game when you could just go all in Brave and just basically walk over oh, I mean, pretty much anything that you encounter. I definitely, I've found that, I mean, you can still do it. You can still yeah. open a fight and just like put everything into Brave to end fights. Yeah, I'm just, I'm always kind of curious about Like when I was playing it, I was just like, all right, at what point am I going to be punished for doing this? It, like, yeah. Honestly, it, it is it is really just there for the boss fights. Um. But again, so many of the boss fights are just annoying because of that. Because <laughs> when they're defaulting, you're like, I may as well default because you're defending and I can't really yeah. hurt you here. Again, it's right. just sort of working within the systems. I do actually think that as much as I love the Brave and Default stuff, I think I kind of prefer the spin on it in 
Octopath. I think I enjoyed that one more than this one. Um, it's still it's still fun though, and I I think largely the issue for me is, again, with a JRPG like this, I kind of just want to get comfy and settle in and just play it, but I haven't had a chance. And right. I wonder if when winter rolls around, when it's just like, oh, I'm not going anywhere because yeah. it is yeah. cold outside. So I'm just going to get in bed. I'm going to get like a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. I'm just going to play a JRPG. I think that might be the secret. So I might revisit it come middle of the year. But just right, right. now, I'm just like, I kind of just want to play the stuff and come back to this one later. But I will come back to it. I, I feel like I have to. <laughs> Uh, I have to hand in my JRPG con- card. <laughs> you were much more concise talking about that than I was about Persona 5 Strikers, where I was like, I'm not going to talk about this for long. Well, I've been thinking about it a lot, because I'm just like, how do I talk about Brave of Default 2? I'm not super into it, but I want to be. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just really just wrestling with that. I'm definitely not hating it, so it's not like I'm like other games that I've just been like, nope, we're done yeah. here. I'm not even going to come back to you. You're I like, want there's to something, like it. There's something there that's like that's keeping you going. Or, or, or quite a few things by the sound of it, but it just yeah. hasn't all quite clicked with you. Right. So I haven't found the that's right fair. in like space to play it in, I think. Right. Yeah. But um, that really cool. about does it for that, honestly. Like again, I will probably bring it up later when I actually come back to it. Um so I guess it's time to move into the PC corner, Brendan. It's time. Woo! Settle in, boys. Pull up a pew. Um, <laughs> Um, I'm going to tell you a tale of where I've spent 90 hours of my life in the last two weeks. Okay. Um, which is a lot when you're like packing a toddler and a full-time job. Like it's, yeah, I'm a little bit embarrassed of it, but man, what value for money. <laughs> but to be fair, before you get into it, like this game does sort of seem ideal for that situation. It is though. perfect for this situation. Um, so this game is called Dyson Sphere Program. It is okay. by what I best can gather is five guys in China um, working for, a, like, who are a studio called Youth Cat Games, published by Gamera Games. It is built in Unity. Astonishingly, has really fast load times. No errors. I don't know what they've done. This doesn't they've, make sense. They've fixed Unity. So, <laughs> and that is their greatest achievement. That has been my review of Dyson's Is, is this like <laughs> that guy who, um, who fixed GTA Online for Rockstar and they yeah, faked right? him? Oh, my and God. They're, they're implementing yeah. his changes. Yeah, to make yeah. the game load faster. Um, oh. Yeah, so it's it's five guys in China. Uh, the game opens with you being in a like a mech suit, being rocketed through space and welcomed to the welcome to the Dyson Sphere program by your by uh, the the introduction guy. Um, the you crash land on a planet, but you're fine. Um, I don't know whether they're going to actually implement fall damage uh, in later in the game because it is still early access. I kind of hope they do, but also I really love just like Mark Three impacting planets when you're traveling. I'm like, <laughs> I can slow down, but I don't need to. It seems like maximum cool factor. It is yeah. maximum cool yeah. factor when you are a railgun pellet. Um, you're doing the su- the superhero leading. Yeah, it literally that yeah. just um, yeah bang. So and on your way in the. Uh, the the voiceover guy thanks you for being part of the Dyson Sphere program. Welcomes you to the real world. Says, "Don't worry, like it's going to be weird for a while because physics works a bit differently out here. But you're here to help us capture enough energy to keep the VR center brain running that everybody else lives in." So, all right, yeah. So it inverts you, right? Because you're there to try and you've got to build these Dyson spheres, which is like a um a theoretical model where you use your stellar mass in the solar system to build solar panels 
completely encircling your star. Right? Jesus Christ. Again, yeah. this, this game is just like, you look at it, you're like, this is the Brendan game. Like, this is a 100%. game. Some games yeah. are made, and you're like, Brendan will enjoy this. This, so, this is this is a game that, like, I'm enjoying hearing Brendan talk about, and I will continue to hear Brendan, I- enjoy Brendan talking about in, like, weeks to come. But it's fucked if, I, fucked if I play it. Like <laughs> it's pre- it, it, And then once you land, you directly control your mech, like, clicking around, moving around, or you can use Wasset, of course, to move around. Um, and you give it instructions like mine this, dig that, whatever. Um, then, of course, you move into building industry, much like a Factorio or Mindustry or Satisfactory sort of game like that. You have to mine your resources. You can do it directly. Your mech can do it. Or, you know, you can put a mining platform on it and run conveyor belts out of it and it will fill it with little squares of iron and little squares of copper. And you Min-max smelt them shit. down into blocks and you put them into an assembly plant and everything builds the next thing. Uh, and eventually you get to the point where you start generating research blocks, which is like, well, you, your basic one is, you know, you need electronics and you need magnets and you feed them both into your research lab and it produces little blocks of research for you. And then you can use those to move down the tech tree. And eventually you get, you know, there's four different colors of research that all require different things. So I've got ridiculous construction lines scattered across this planet. Half my planet is ringed in oil refineries, um, like that are just turning oil into hydrogen, turning crude oil into hydrogen and refined oil. Then that refined oil splits off and some of it's being made into plastics and some of it's being made into um, whatever else you can find. Um, And eventually I'm at the top end of the tech tree now, which actually took me surprisingly, you know, 90 hours but <laughs> but so much of it is uh is about refine like refining your oil but also refining your construction parts as well because you can look at it and you can be what's broken why have i not got enough throughput here and i'm going to follow this conveyor belt back and find out what's why it's not full of stuff who's not doing their job right it's you um and of course as you progress you unlock more stuff and you start to uh start accessing the resources of other planets which you can fly there because you have a solar system. It's dynamically generated. It's so, so you have a dynamically generated like star cluster of like 50 stars or whatever. Um, and in about 90 hours, I think I've accessed five. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have your dynamically generated star cluster, which again, you can access with no load screens. You just, once you've got the required technology, you can just fly like warp there. Um, you can, if you go to a planet and you find a resource that you need, you slap a mining thing on it, run some conveyor belts, put down some solar panels or whatever to power it, and you run those into a freighter station, which you can bring in your pocket because it takes up one square of inventory. So <laughs> right. drop like a 10-story yep. freighter station. Why not? I'm yeah, saying. why not? This is the future. Yeah, it's the future. Yeah. And then your freighters will come from your planet and collect the resources you've asked them to and bring it back to the station you've asked it to. Right? And then from that okay. station on your planet, you it holds 10,000 hot ice or whatever the hell you sent your freighters to get and you run conveyor belts out of that and directly it's it's so intuitive it's really straight like it it's it's it feeds the progression to you so steadily and then i've got uh, like 50 or 60 different resources all these incredibly complex conveyor belts and stuff and even in my head it's i've built it so gradually over time i can think all right i've got I can remember when I was building my thing to build fiber op- to produce fiber optic cable in a, in the scale that I needed it to it was like eleven factories in a row, two things being th- three things being fed through the back and then a thing out the front that it all ejects onto and then it loops around half the planet because the planets are of a size where you can see they're like big soccer ball planets that you can walk right. around basically. Um, yeah, it's so friggin' good. 
So <laughs> then that's even to the point now that gets you to the stage where you can start building a Dyson Sphere. Okay. All right. And the Dyson Sphere, then I'm like, okay, cool. So I guess I can build this now. I'll go open, open the Dyson Sphere menu. And it's like, yeah, cool. How, what do you want your Dyson Sphere to look like? So I leaned forward. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Beg pardon. <laughs> Did that video Options. again lean forward? Hello. <laughs> like, no, really. You've, okay, we, you're at the stage. You're not quite at the Dyson Sphere stage. Don't stress out. You're at the stage now where you build solar sails and you shoot them into orbit and they last like five minutes each and they will increase, you know, that make your solar collectors work better. Uh, what kind of orbit do you want them to travel in? I can set my own orbits. Yes, you can. <laughs> How many do you want? How big do you want them to be? So you can set, you know, you can look up from your planet at any time and see the solar system moving around you. The planet I started on orbits a gas giant, which is periodically like in view, like this gas giant comes up and it puts you into eclipse and then goes down and then you see the star behind Ooh. it. And then you see the <laughs> glittering orbits that you've laid out for solar sails, which you put, I made like a radioactive man, like nuclear, <laughs> nucleus right. for yep. it. Excellent. And, then, and yep. when you set them, you get your solar sails there by building giant electromagnetic rail guns on your planet and feeding solar sails into them. So, of course, you know, build them, put them on a conveyor belt. The conveyor belt feeds them along the bottom of the, of the rail guns. And the rail guns just, like, wait until the orbit, that, till the star that you are orbiting comes into a position where the orbit that you've set is in position for these guns. So you've got to think about stuff like, I should put them near the equator so that they can see the sun for longer. I should put them... Like, like, you don't have to think about this stuff, but I was like, well, I really want my guns firing all yeah. the time if I can. It seems like it rewards yeah. you for doing it. It does. It yeah, does. And which it, is good. Yeah, and then it's just like, and then I'll just be doing stuff and every so often I'll just look up and I'll watch these, these like bullets, but that are solar cells just going, because I built 40 um, <laughs> rail yeah, cannons. Right. Yeah. And of course, like, of course. Why would you? Why would you? To be fair, that seems modest for Brendan. Yeah. That's, like, that's conservative. True. Yeah. yeah. And they're, because once they said I could do it, well, idiots. Um, and then, <laughs> so they all sit and they build these beautiful glittering arcs around your thing, which you can also see if you, if I take off from my planet and I fly to my gas giant because I want to put a, orbital collector on there to suck up all the hydrogen and deuterium from this gas giant it's not doing anything it's helping no one i might as well burn it <laughs> someone's um, got a profit yeah um and you can see your freighters and stuff cruising around the system which started off so lonely and cold with just you drilling iron out of this stone and now suddenly it's just there's arcs of these beautiful um rainbows of um solar collectors that you've made there's freighters going sh -sh 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 whip it like warping in and out from other planets and other stations to bring stuff back to your factory and now finally i'm at the stage where i've got rockets launching in like batches of five at a time from i think that bring the robot assemblers to actually build the shell of your dyson sphere which again you can set the orbits of the shell you can set how much of that you want to be shell so you can make your designs as whatever you want basically so i'm building a unicron of because course. of course it's of course but, you yeah. know you gotta start somewhere um Unicron. yeah so yeah <laughs> love it unicorn is a conservative option yeah so <laughs> it's yeah so there's points where i can you know it's night time i can't see but i'm like oh dawn's coming i wonder if this looks cool and you look over and you can i can just see like one massive belt of solar panels like arcing at a, a stellar scale like this is traveling out past the orbit of the inner planet like and then you <laughs> yeah. can see it so far ahead and then the star like it's incredible it's got such an incredible sense of scale for a plant for a game full of like basketball sized planets that you muck about on um, right. 
Well, it sounds like and the planets are like the perfect size for what the game are, is as well. Yeah, because you don't have good. infinite space. You've yeah. got to move. Yeah. But if you get a resource over here and you really want to spend 600 conveyor belts to get it over to the other side of your planet, because that's what... Yeah, I did it a lot. I spaghettified my whole planet. It's an absolute <laughs> disaster. But my Dyson Sphere is nearly done. Uh, right. Yeah. It's, it's effective. It's, it is such a rewarding game because every every time, like Kyra said, it's the perfect game to play because I can set it going. And as long as I, you know, move the chair away from the desk or something so Arthur can't get to it, it will, <laughs> it will kind of like, my miners will mine. They'll produce stuff. They'll send it out. My um, my refiner, they'll, it'll get smelt, smelted and refined and my particle colliders will crack hydrogen or whatever the hell it is their job is. <laughs> and it'll all come together to either generate research and continue ticking down my research tree or to build these um, to build more rockets to keep building my Dyson sphere, um, and then you know I come back periodically and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to put another shell on that." <laughs> you thought you were right. nearly done. <laughs> Looking is, good, lads. Looking good. Keep it up. There, I'll be back. <laughs> is there any kind of like fail state? Like, is there any, is there any like you said you could just walk away from it and let it run? Like, are there's, there there's definitely consequences points, for that? There's, there's points where I've come back and been like, "Oh." What's happened here? <laughs> Where something's run out and it's caused something else to run out and it's caused something else to run out and it's just kind of gone chunk, chunk, chunk. Or if you've accidentally put the wrong, like, I had one point where I'd accidentally put a sorter that, that picks up a, you know, a product and puts it on another conveyor belt, um, connecting two conveyor belts incorrectly. But because these two conveyor belts mostly carried the same thing, it was fine. But then somewhere down the track, one of them got polluted with a single piece of hydrogen somehow that got just got extracted onto that conveyor belt instead. Um, and then that got carried all the way down, and it got, and it sat directly in front of one of my um, one of my re- replicators, whose job was to make fuel like this really high end, like strange matter fuel or whatever I'm up to for my fusion station mini suns that i'm up to as well so really top end tech tree stuff but the fact that this thing was basically like a plug that i'd walked away from and i came back they ran out of power which started meaning that a lot of other things ran out of power which meant that all of my backup power stations ran out of power to like like the assemblers that were making the fuel rods for my fusion power stations ran out of power um (laughs) because it just sort of cascaded through and i was just kind of like i got back and i was like Oh no! Because I don't have <laughs> enough power to actually jumpstart any of these machines, and then eventually I figured out that I could manually feed them. So I was able to pick some stuff off this conveyor belt and walk over and just feed it into the biggest power station I had to start things going. And but yeah, it can definitely stop, and it can definitely grind to a halt. And apparently, in later patches, they're looking at introducing um, combat is one, and different models of mech suit is one as well. And I'm like, combat okay. maybe it makes me go. I can't defend this. This is I've I've turned this entire planet into. I don't have a front line. Like it's just right. this. <laughs> really banking on those railguns. I'm really banking on those railguns. If they're coming from another star or something, yes, I'm in. <laughs> I will fight you like out in the ort with I'm my forty fu- railguns. With my forty railguns, <laughs> um, I'm down for that. Let's go. Uh, but if it's actually like bug monsters on my planet, like um, hopefully, oh, um, what was that other game? Crap! Why am I blanking on a name? The one where you build bases and stuff. I know the one you, you mean. You drive a robot around and you, you build do. a base. Honestly, like <laughs> when I first look at, at Dyson Sphere, when I said, "Oh, you yeah. bought that," I thought you had bought the other game yeah. again, whose name escapes me. I um, played the demo for it. It's, yeah, it, it's like a ta- it's like a, def- a tower yeah, defense a ta- game. 
at night when the bugs attack, but during the day you gather resources and build like RTS style bases. It's gonna bo- that's gonna bother it's me. It's gonna annoy the hell out of me. Isn't like they are billions? No. No, that's the zombie no, one. No, they are billions. That's real good, but it's yeah. um, it's like clock punk. Oh, so annoyed. But it's, too, it's too late to research. Yeah, it's, it's too late to research. I have to go to Steam anyway. and like scroll it and I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Dyson Sphere Program, exceptionally good game. Very chill. Really good music. It's got Starbound-esque music that just lets you just oh, relax cool. and stuff. Helps you like find your place in the universe and enslave it. Right. Um, yeah. That's the, uh, the Brendan guarantee. Yeah. It's, it's funny. When you started talking about that, I was like, ah, this is not a game for me. But you've kind of intrigued me now. Yeah, Let's... honestly, if they, I, I, I would really like them to have a demo so that you can kind of see it because it really yeah. does just sort of hand stuff out to you and pace it out to you really nicely. And there's no fail state. If you need to destroy a structure, it goes back in your inventory. The only time I've actually cool. lost anything is when my inventory was full and I accidentally destroyed a um, uh, like a storage, like a warehouse that was full of stuff and it all disappeared. And I was just like, <laughs> ah, that's my fault. Yeah. Um, and there are definitely points where you're just like, shit, 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 because you put the wrong thing down in the wrong spot and suddenly you've got like... 200 units of graphene <laughs> powering down your um your fuel track towards the thing you're like oh, it'll burn like, <laughs> it'll go into the power station. it's fine yeah, it won't do anything but the power stations will take it and they'll burn it and okay i'll just pretend that didn't happen <laughs> i've always looked at games like satisfactory now and i've been tempted i'm really keen tempted real to tempted. satisfactory i think um yeah but again, fa- I've factorium never as well i think yeah i think that's another one yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd bite. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm the same. Uh, I'm always like, ah, oh, this looks too much to me. Um, <laughs> this sounds interesting though. But yeah, all I could keep, all I, like when you were describing how how your your entire system was working, all that was running in my head was that like that song that yeah, the big machine song. Like that was yeah, but that's all it was playing. I was just yep. like, yeah, <laughs> it's a big machine song. Um, yep. And then separate, other than that, really, like I poked my toes into Baldur's Gate three with the Druid patch, but not enough to really talk to it. Um, mm-hmm. System Shock medical demo, finally. Cool. Finally, System Shock. This is it's gonna come out this year. I'm gonna kinda of draft it every single year this game. It's gonna come out. I I hope for your sake it does. Yeah. It's got I honestly cyberspace do as well. now. It's got combat. It's fully voiced all of the um like it's got the full inventory. It's like going home again because it feels I remember <laughs> playing this game in nineteen ninety-nine. Um System Shock One, and that was well after its release, honestly. Um System Shock One in nineteen ninety-nine, crawling around um corridors and crawling around like like finding secrets and avoiding humanoid mutants and cortex reavers and shit um cracking open suitcases to find audio logs and implants and it this is an absolute love letter i love every part about it it's genuinely scary some of it the humanoid mutant designs are bad and wrong and need to be stopped um they have like spittle and drool and camera inserts in their eyes and it's the worst um but it's genuinely creepy. Um, the they've done a really good job. It's taken years. It's taken quite a long time. It for seems this game like to come it's paying situation. off, though. It does really feel like it's paying off. Honestly, I've had such a good time playing it. Um, and is it still just, up? Is it still up now? Or I think the demo is still up. Okay. Yeah, I think it's available. Mm. Um, yeah, it's got a number of weapons in there, including one that I knew was. Um, 
the the Magpulse cannon, which I knew was available, um, but I was really pleased and surprised to find that they'd put it in the game because it's in the original, um, me- like the medical level of the first System Shock. It's a very late game gun that's mostly good against big robots, which hopefully you don't encounter for a while. And you uh, go and explore all through the medical level. Eventually you find your way through to the cyberspace uh, interface and you log, you connect yourself to cyberspace and then you play your sweet wireframe um, shooter because <laughs> that's what cyberspace was going to be in the 90s. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, Absolutely. And you fly through that and you shoot all the... Um, the intrusion countermeasure electronics um creatures and stuff that they put in there and collect stuff and flick switches and stuff and then you leave and one of the switches you flick unlocks a cupboard nearby which has a mag pulse in it in the original game so i was like ah this is cool uh it'll be cool when the mag pulse is in there and then i went and got it i was like oh shit it's it's here they've put it in the game it works so they've given me ammo for it you idiots um <laughs> it was it was fun it was fun i remember um it feels exactly like i remember the game looking even though when i go back to system shock classic i'm kind of like ah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's not what i remember you looking like um and it does reward just like the classic it rewards you mucking about with your crouch and your lean keys a bit to sort of get around the corner and like man i love love lean keys i love lean keys so much yeah yeah the only the only thing it misses it doesn't have is like iron sights uh, which the original game didn't have either. I, so, so it's probably okay. an intentional choice. Yeah, it's definitely I intentional, mean, but I just, I really liked it. I know. It, it does seem like it's not a shooter, though. No, it is not a shooter. Um, you don't get a lot of health. Yeah. Um, which, again, I, this is why I, it appeals to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, being friends with you recommend. for so, Yeah, being friends with you for so long, like, I, I it's, it's something that I'm like, I should play this game. Like I, I have, I know, seen, they, I I have, have I ripped off Glados, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Brennan's next uh, to me. I'm lucky he didn't hit me for that one. That would be right. Yeah, I'm on the other side of the screen. I can say things just like, oh, but you know, it just feels like Bioshock though. That's that's all. It feels. <laughs> does a little. I mean, <laughs> does. I wonder why <laughs> that is. I really like Bioshock. I don't know if I'm into this as much. No, 100. Like this seems like. Fuck yeah, this seems way, way cooler um, than Bioshock. Yeah, if you if you've got a PC and you're listening, grab the demo off Steam. Um, give it a whirl. It's creepy. It's fun. It's yeah, like I said, it's fully voiced. It's basically ready to go. Um, but it is only the medical level, and I'm very disappointed by that. When I got to the elevator and you, everything was everything was basically 100 percented. You experience your experience of this reminds me of exactly when I got the seven remake demo, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, this is so good!" And then it hits the point where I was like, "Hey, this demo's over." I'm like, "No, no, then. <laughs> no, 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 no." I don't think you More. understood what this was. <laughs> That's very <More> cute. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I um, I had a point. I had something I was going to say, and I completely forgot it now. Uh, just side note. Nothing ever good happens in medical. Like no, ever. no, no. Medical no. is cursed. Anytime I play a game that is like mildly horror esque, and they're just like, "We're gonna go to medical," I'm like, "Fuck that shit!" Like I played Dead Space. Yeah, and they medical, made me go back like, there in two hospitals. Fuck that like shit. all that stuff is just just locked and loaded for scares. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're just like, "We're gonna go to medical." Oh, do we though? <laughs> do we have to go there? We, do we really need to go through there? Oh, Space Two no Man, thanks. still one of the greats for that moment. Oh, God. Just, that, mm, yeah. just like 
having him everything bad openly and like verbally instructed to you being like, man, medical looks really bad. They're all pouring good thing, out of medical. Yeah, good thing we're not going there. Yeah. And then they, the, when it, that moment when it breaks down and it goes, welcome to medical. You're like, I knew this was coming. Yeah. I'm yep. still scared and I'm still annoyed. Yep. They still, telegraphed this, but I was still hoping yeah. it wouldn't happen. Yeah, I, had, I had hope. Yeah. Even that point on in Dead Space 2 when you finally get to the outer of the like the external or the like I guess the internal where you can see the size of the station you're on and and you can see the Ishimura anchored over there and you're like even Isaac is like what the hell no I'm so so tempted to just request that we just for for no real reason it's not like it's an anniversary or anything but I just want an excuse to play Dead Space one and two again Mm -hmm. I hey I wouldn't be against that we could could do just a Dead Space episode and a Dead Space two episode I just I mean even just talking about it briefly I'm like I'm like I own Dead Space one and two on Steam. I don't know how hard I had to get running with Origin and all that. I'm wondering. I was thinking about it earlier tonight as well. I think about Dead Space, especially Dead Space Two, a lot. Yeah. Are they both on Game Pass as well? Oh, I mean, maybe with EA Cause, Play. Because well, it, that's included now. Like that's all. Isn't I it think extra. No, because I've got it. Like oh, it's God, it's okay. just in it. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm oh, I'm paying for puts, I'm paying for Ultimate. Well, so Mass like, it puts Mass Effect back on there. Yeah, with its multiplayer. Fuck! I didn't even fucking think of that. Yep. Holy shit! Okay. Uh, I guess we leave it with me. I'll, Sorry, I'll, I'll just Space, but... <laughs> Hey, no, if we're gonna do a Mass Effect thing. We're doing that. Okay, the trilogy's coming out in May. Yeah, that's our, true. Our calendar's filling yeah. up. There's Jesus gonna be like a, a month where we're just like doing special episodes. Just, uh, we'll just too bad for like news. A... Welcome we'll to just a do a video very video game club. dialogue options. <laughs> got three Mass Effect Mass... games to play through. We got two Dead Spaces. It'll be our, our version of Masterpiece Theater. Like, I still want Joel to play a bunch of Metroids for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have, I've still got to play fucking Perfect Dark Zero as well. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry. I completely forgot. Um, one of the best things, and I think, Joel, that you might actually quite enjoy it, in um, that System Shock brings to the table is it's got a music generator. Yeah. I'm so I'm the medical deck, like it, it, like it, typically has a really cool sort of techno organic, uh, pling pling nineties video game vibe to it. But <laughs> yep. yeah, it's got. I was like trying to listen. I'm like, uh, you know, wow, what's this track? And then as I was listening, it never repeated. It never like it just generates music on the fly. Atmospheric music. Yeah, that's interesting. I was interested in it. I enjoyed it. I like the sound of that shit. I, I love a good, I love a good, uh, like dynamic score, mm. or dynamic soundtracking in games. Uh, I, I mean, mean I love a good really, game but... soundtrack. Like, I, yes, I yes. love exactly. the Shock One and yes. Two soundtracks. Yes. They're exceptional. Game soundtracks uh, are incredible. Yeah, it's like I think... it's. I love it when yes, things like it's like it will be the same song, but there'll be different. Like Doom Eternal, like watching how right. uh, and Doom as well, but Doom Eternal two in particular. Words. There's a... two words for you: Near yeah. Automata. <laughs> Same, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. But watching watching that video of Mick Gordon break down how, like, he had to make different parts for different, and how it jumps between those depending on what state of the game you're in, or what state of the level or the stage that you're in, is fucking mind blowing. Like, because you don't even think about that when you're playing it. You're just like, yeah, this game is getting this soundtrack's getting me so amped. But then you think about, oh no, like. Obviously, it started to cut out a lot more and feel a little bit more hollow because I was on low health. And then when I got my health back, this happened. And then I like, 
I killed the mini boss and then that like you know went to like another part of the it's, yeah it's fucking bananas so yeah that sounds very interesting um oh boy well I know it's going to be a bit of a change of scenery but we're going to move away from the the I don't know the, the creation of Dyson spheres yeah. and the horrifying corridors of medic medical bays and move into a more serene locale in Valheim a game that. It's definitely enjoying its zeitgeist right now. It's sort of mm-hmm. like the game to play. Yeah. And that, that for the longest time, I was like, I really feel like I should get this. I love Vikings. I have a soft spot for a good crafting survival game with multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll get it. But I think then last last week we hit Fever Pitch where it's just like, we're buying Valheim. Yeah, we're going to have to get one, one of us bought Valheim and the rest of us felt like dominoes. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It was like, yeah, it's you, you read the headlines, it's like, oh, three million sold, four million sold, yeah, five million like, sold. We gotta get in. And I'm looking at it on seem like, hmm. And then I come home, uh, we go to the supermarket, we come home, my partner's like, Oh, I bought Valheim and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And I'm and I'm like, Karen, we bought Valheim, Karen's like, I'm on the Steam page. Yeah, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's in my car. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, this game is also in Unity. Yeah, I mean. Ooh. And and one gigabyte. One gigabyte. <laughs> Wow. It was such a quick download. I was like, time yeah. to queue it up. Oh, it's done. Cool. <laughs> I'm ready cool. to go. Sweet. Uh, I think, I think it's right. actually so, more like 500 meg to download. It was, and then it, it must it, unpack. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it allocates a gig, but 500 meg in size. So here's the thing. I haven't bought it yet. I have been keeping an eye on it. I've been hearing bits and pieces about your adventures uh, in Valheim. Um, so this is like, this is the thing. This is, this is where like convince me. Like what... Why should I play Valheim? All right. So first of all, I want to start off by just be talking about how cool it is. The team is made. The team is called Iron Gate Studio, and much like Dyson Sphere, it is a very small studio of five people making this game that is just growing in popularity. Like it seems five people, five people for now. For now, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just apparently also undertaken as a side project as well in um, Richard Spencer's spare time. And look at this, like mm-hmm. five million sold. Uh, also published by my favorite, my new favorite publisher, Coffee Stain. Yeah, I love are, Coffee Stain games. I'm gonna be watching everything they publish from now yeah. on because they've been doing a lot of good stuff. What? Give me a give me a refresher. What have they done? Well, the most recent one that I've been playing is Hunt Down. Oh fuck yeah, Hunt Down's great. Yeah, so that's by <laughs> Coffee right. Stain, and um, like I could probably pull up a list, but between those yeah. two, I'm like, all right, you guys have got my attention. Whenever I see Coffee Stain in front of a game, like I'm in. Um, cool. There was something else that was directly my wheelhouse as well. I'm, um, I'm on their wiki now. Let's let's run through their games published. Yeah. Just recent ones. So I don't know if we ever recent... I don't know if we ever talked about it on uh, on the show, but oh, yeah, Hunt Down. Deep Rock Galactic. There we go. Deep Rock Galactic is also a copy stain they published. Oh, I have played. They I also around a little bit of that. Satisfactory. There you go. Yeah, and Goat Simulator. Weirdly enough. <laughs> Okay. With um, with All double right. even, but yeah. So, double eleven. So very definitely a publisher I'm watching from now on. But back to Valheim. Yeah. Slight detour. So Valheim is definitely a game that visually I'll describe it as definitely stylized PS1 style. It is. It is like intentionally yeah. PS1 style. Yeah. But in okay. a way, but still beautiful because it's got such. Again, it just nails the atmosphere and the environment so well. Just like watching the sun trickle in through the treetops is mm-hmm. just stunning when the storms kick in they still look really cool so it definitely is leveraging that that intentional design and just capitalizing on it and just looking stunning yeah just uh, does it feel 
does it feel very like intensive on a no on your not really no. like okay I get I get All occasional right. lag but I really strongly suspect that it's network lag yeah because it really feels like okay. the game goes, <laughs> and then <laughs> um and then catches up and it'll be a couple of frames of like a seagull flying past and then like sort of hitching and then blowing up but. Otherwise, the seagulls fly fine. Yeah, seagulls yeah. fly okay. fine. Except for inside seagulls the house. Like, sometimes they're inside the house and that's yeah. not ideal. None of that. Um, <laughs> free feathers. And yeah, gameplay-wise, obviously, as we said, crafting survival, so think your Minecraft stuff. But um, but wow, as much as we, we do owe a lot to Minecraft and making this sort of thing popular, mm-hmm. but just the way... It's, it's the one-two combo of Minecraft and Twitch. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, that sort of perfect concoction of like the game to play or like, you know, the, the formula of game to play and also where to watch people playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got like, as, as much as your Minecraft goes, your combat is just fairly straight up Dark Souls. Yes. Like it's stamina based dodge and block combat. Um, Roll, is rolling is in there. Rolling's in there. Parries are in there. Yep. You um, can, if you're blocked, if you time a block right, you can open them up and get, like you can do extra damage, which yep. is neat. Stagger as well, um, which I think we've found from like getting a few hits in quickly. Then you can get it's got a gets, sound, it makes yeah, a very specific it's sound. It's like, like oh, okay, character. yeah. Um, it's got a lot more physicality to the world than in terms of Minecraft. Like if you're cutting down a tree, the tree will actually fall over. Trees and- are the most dangerous enemy in Valheim. Yeah. And they'll potentially right. kill you or a bunch of other trees. But that will or, then also kill you. Yeah, that will then. Or, you know, a deer. Um, yeah. the um, Nearly every weapon has something of a learning curve. Like you were throwing out the spear yeah. the other week. And yeah. So the spear is very like, so like you've got your basic stuff. Like, you know, you've got swords, you've got daggers, which are all pretty standard. But some of them have like a middle click on the wheel. Like, for example, the dagger's got like a lunge. Yeah. The spear is cool because you actually throw it, which is neat. You just hurl the spear, and you gotta, you gotta go pick it up after you do that. Um, but okay. yeah, the spear was def- definitely had a bit of a curve because it was obviously it's a thrust attack, and you can sort of aim roughly where you were thrusting. So that took some adjusting from my my feeble brain, which was just like swinging, yeah, swinging a club. Every, right. Everything in front of me is getting clubbed. Spear's like, no, no, that thing, that neck is you very tiny. Get the point. Aim down. I'm like, mm. okay, I'm spearing the ground. I look stupid, but I'm ge- I'm getting damage. <laughs> But um, yeah, there's a, there's a decent amount of variety in the weaponry, which is cool, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Um, the construction is really rewarding as well. There's like a there's a comfort meter for how nicely you make your house, um, which gives you additional like stamina regenerate and stuff like that. And every time we seem to unlock a new comfort level, like we get a particular new type of wood that unlocks some new decorations, and we put some up, and we're like, yeah, comfort nine, yeah, woo. <laughs> I remember once when Comfort 4 was our best, and yeah. that's kind of like, that's our minimum now. Yeah, I will not go to sleep without we, Comfort 4. We rock up to a stormy shore, like, cool, build a shack, Comfort 4. Yeah. Okay, good. We're good now. <laughs> and if it's Comfort 3, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I won't hear it. Um, and of course, like, dynamically generated worlds, just like you expect from your survival games these days. Um, Biomes are here as well. So, yep. you know, you, 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 the, the general area is meadows, but even from there, we've, we encountered a zone called the Black Forest, which is sort of like thick forest, which is surprisingly intimidating initially. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, I've got this under control. But last night we sailed across a body of water to a Black Forest biome and it immediately made us respect Black Forest again, which was really neat. I was like, okay, these okay. areas can be intimidating still. That's cool. Um, what have we got? There's skeleton barrows to explore. 
Um, yep. Sleeping clears. <laughs> yep, and troll caves and friggin' like animals to hunt, and you actually have to generally hunt them. Like if you're trying to get the drop on a deer, you better be real sneaky or a good shot with a bow. Mm. It's got sort of like the um the, the Elder Scroll style stealth where it's got an eye to let you know how visible you are. So as long as you're sneaking, the interesting trade-off there is that every every time you're moving whilst in sneak, it does drain stamina. Mm. So you have to sort of balance that with like creeping forward and stopping to get stamina back. Because if you're okay. like halfway through a step in the sneak and your stamina runs out, you guys just like, oh, well, I'm standing up again. And yeah, then the deal yep. will just leg it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't want to get shot by you. I'm out of here. Um, and uh, skill progression progression also similar to Elder Scrolls. Yeah. You run, you jump, I was about you bow, to say, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That all builds up over time and decays uh, slightly on death. So you are okay. punished a bit on dying, like you do lose some of your skills. Mm. Um, but at the I haven't noticed it very really. I haven't been particularly noticed. I think because like honestly you get it back pretty quickly because someone's like, Maybe I lost some woodcutting stuff, but I'm gonna go cut down fifty trees now, so I'll yep. get it back. <laughs> right. Um what's the what's the setup? Like what's what's the 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 premise, I guess? Objective, I guess. Yeah, the premise. Well basically you've been dumped here. Like in Valheim, okay. yeah, and your goal is to go and kill these essentially these elder gods. It's world bosses. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. And you, you have to obviously each time you find a world boss, it has like rituals. So, for example, the very first one, this isn't really a spoiler because it's the first yeah. one, is like a giant like deer, and basically okay. the clue is first one's like hunt my kin. Yeah. So you kill a deer. It was a deer trophy. You had to yeah, leave you had to bring the deer yeah. trophy. Which is a rare drop, but it's not that rare. Yeah, because we, we, we swim in deer trophies yeah. now. <laughs> um, and yeah, you bring that in, you drop it in the um, drop it in the At thing the altar. In, the, in the altar, and it summons this massive fucking chain antlered deer. Yeah, it had like a again like a Dark Souls health bar. Yeah, it had like its own move set, like it attack us with lightning attacks and AOEs and stuff. It was cool. It was very cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. And they gate. Um, um, then they gate some tech tree progression off that. Like oh, so, yeah. that deer defeating it gave us the ability, like the the an, an item that we needed to mine metals, which then allowed okay. us to move up from there. And you end up doing stuff like we built we built a base, and then we'll head off into the black forest and find um, tin and copper to crack down and have you know it, you've got to watch out for stupid gray dwarves trying to raid trying to stab you in the back while you're Pro raiding nature. all their copper. Yeah, all these hippies. Um <laughs> while you're trying to raid out their metals and then, you know, you're fighting them off while still trying to mine, which again is very physical mining. You have to knock bits. You actually hack away at this surface and, and it all uses stamina as well. Yeah, so. use, and un, like you end up with a big crater where the copper deposit was. And actually before we but just while we're on the stamina meter as well, I do like it is also influenced by the the game handles food in a cool way as mm. well so you can you can eat three objects at any given time like you eat like so for example cooked meat strawberry and mushroom yeah and then that'll basically because your health bar is pretty small it's like 40 or so it's 25 25 default. and then eating food actually makes it bigger which is great and also extends your stamina meter as well and then over time as obviously you digest that food your health bar will get smaller so you're cool. sort of encouraged to sort of eat constantly but you know if you can get a good meal, like raw meat, like cooked meat will give you a lot of food and that'll, that'll fill you up for a while, whereas strawberries and mushrooms you'll go for pretty quickly, which is but it's fine because there's a million of them, so it's yeah. all good. But it sort of encourages right. you to sort of sort of have a meal, basically. Like you have to you have your meat, you've got some, like, some side dishes, and then you're yeah. off, off you go. Because you can't just eat three meat. 
You yeah, can no, only it's eat one of any item. Individual objects as well. Yeah, you can't eat three right, meat. Okay. So it's yeah, I kind of so, I do like that system. And we've just gotten cool. to the point and, now where they started to muck about with actually making like turning carrots and mushrooms and stuff into soups or meals or stuff right. so that you can condense those you know three crappy items that you would just fill your your thing and give you 41 health condense them down into one item and then when you eat that it might bump you up to 65 or something yeah i'm really curious about yeah. that. cool 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 okay you've you're selling me so far i have this I'm, sub- like it's just so often this game just gets me because it's just it's got such a good vibe yeah. i love just like walking through the forest like half my half, half my time in this game is just like oh i'm going walking guys yeah. <laughs> i'm going scouting nay will nay will all like fairly certainly like we'll be building our house because she loves building in these games um she'll be building i'll be off trying to snipe things with a bow at ridiculous distances um just to prove that i can <laughs> um and then kyron will just go find shit like we've, we've kind of got roles and yeah <laughs> that's cool uh another question so you were saying before about how uh, combat's essentially like dark souls combat with you know all your bells and whistles you would normally have there essentially how does that feel on a mouse and keyboard i mean it's it's fine because it's not super complicated or deep Hmm. it's just like really like you know right click if you've got a shield equipped right click will hold it up so you can use that to sort of just block attacks left click is your attack uh whilst you're blocking or like while you're holding down right button if you press it like one of the was keys and space, you'll do a roll. It's 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 not super complicated. It's like just present enough, so you, yeah. you don't okay. you never feel particularly cool. overwhelmed, which is good. Yeah, Again, the, but cool. the biggest okay. challenge really just comes down to minding your stamina, yeah. being aware that you use it for everything. So if you are say you're cutting down a tree and then you get attacked by some gray dwarves, if your stamina is not very high, you might need to back up. Or if you're mining and yeah. say you've you've mined a considerable chunk of your stamina away, but then you slide down into some water. It operates on breath of a breath of a wild rules where when you're in water, like swimming uses stamina, and then after that is empty, you will take damage over time. So again, it's, a lot of it's just being careful of your stamina, but not in a really annoying way. It just it feels okay. really well implemented. Where I'm just like, cool, I'll back up for a second, I'll catch my breath, and then I'll yeah. get back into it. Okay, all right. And sailing is really frustrating, but when I'm not in control of a boat, I love it. I, I right. actually really like the sailing, so. <laughs> I'm also the captain. I think I sort of got the hang of it last night in our emergency mission when I had to do it. I'm like, oh God. So short story. We rocked up. We were heading to beat the, we were ready basically to go beat the second boss, but it was getting kind of late. We're like, I don't know if we'll have time. And then we spied to our, to our, to our port side. A port. Yes. Very good. Kyron. I'm getting, I'm trying to get good terms. Trying to get good at port and starboard because we're on boats a lot. I'm like to the left. I'll just to port port side. Um, (laughs) We spied some trees that looked different. We're like, oh, is that going to be the... Cause it, so one of the other biomes is a swamp. And we're like, we'll go check it out. Like, we can't go beat the boss now. It's nearly bedtime. Let's just go on a quick trip to the swamp. We get there, thinking that we'll be okay. Uh, this isn't even mentioning the time that we tried to go into the mountains and a wolf just oh, ruined wolf us. Just, just deleted us. Just like... deleted us. This wolf was like, I'm going to kill both of you. It's like, all right, neat. That's fine. I was literally like, we could probably... I'm going to try and shoot that wolf with an arrow. When it comes down here, we'll just be really careful... We'll take it out, and then maybe the wolf pelt will unlock some new gear, because finding <laughs> items unlocks the tech tree for you. Yeah. So sometimes you find something, and the game's just like, you suddenly re- you know how to make this stuff. Like, okay, cool. So I thought, wolf pelt, let's go. 
and it just the wolf just came down it just deleted me in a heartbeat and i was like okay i can do this and then that got me too (laughs) utterly humiliated by a single wolf like we're killing trolls now and this wolf's like no i don't really care Nah, that's no, bite no, you, no dead. Yeah. Like, All right, cool. No See dive. you later. You win this round. But yeah, so we rock up to this swamp. We're like, okay, this doesn't seem. We can we can see some intimidating things off into the distance. Yeah. Brennan noticed like an eel-like enemy called a leech swimming underneath our boat. We're like, oh, this is this is our first like you know aquatic enemy, and I know that they can get pretty. I think I've seen like leviathans and stuff uh. in the late game when you're in the open ocean. Um, so that's cool and scary. But we're like, we'll just, we'll touch, we'll just dip our toes in the swamp. I'm sure it'll be fine. We were so wrong. Like, we just got besieged by skeletons. Um, Nay, Brennan yeah, got, <laughs> got bitten, bitten by, by the leech. leech. And immediately poisoned. She's like, oh, I'm taking poison damage. And I turned around and I watched her health. I just go like, zoop, 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 <laughs> dead. <laughs> like, oh my God. So then, yeah, so Brennan and Nay both died. I'm like, I, I've got to get in the boat because I can't die too. Because basically when you die, you leave your grave. Which then if you come back and touch, you get all your items back. So that's cool. Right. Um, I don't know if they disappear yet. I probably could Google to find out, but I kind of like not knowing. It definitely adds a layer of fear going yeah. like, I've got to be careful. Um, you can also open their other people's graves, but I'm not sure if you get all their stuff or only some of it, so I'm just not doing it right now. But I just had to basically, I had it upon me, I'm like, I've got to get in the boat and go get these guys. So we respawned back at our camp down basically, the coast. You, basically, you use beds like in Minecraft to set your spawns. So right. they were back down the coast. I'm like, all right. I've got to get in this boat. While the boat's being attacked by skeletons and there's like leeches in the water, I'm like, I'm so scared and I'm terrible at controlling these boats and I've got to get this down the other end to get these guys and bring them back up here to get their corpses. But I mean, I pulled it off thankfully, but it was just, again, it's one of those cool moments in a video game where it's like, we made this little story happen. It was just neat to have it unfold in front of us. And then I was literally in the boat reaching over the side <laughs> to get my grave. Just like, uh, uh, give me, uh, give I'm me. not getting out. <laughs> there are so many leeches so, beneath yeah. us. So far, it, I, yeah, it definitely sounds like it is not solving, but like giving alternatives to what I don't enjoy about survival games. So like it, the thing that really gets me is there's is, is a lot of game, right? And yeah. That's, and I know yeah. that Minecraft has a lot now, but I think on a certain level, like even even now, like when you go back to Minecraft, you're like, cool, well, I know the basics back to back. Yeah. So I've kind of been there and done that. But Valheim is just, there's enough new things. It's still in early access as well. So this game's got a life ahead of it yet. Uh, I don't know right. how far in it goes. I know we've, we know the second boss is there. We're going to go kick its face in over the next couple of nights, hopefully. Um, but we know there's swamp biomes. There's a mountain biome. We know those are at least things. We haven't got access to like iron or stone or like furs yet, so like mm. we can be cold. But if we, when we go into the mountain zone, which is like snowy, we get freezing, which is immediate damage over time. So right. cool, not allowed there yet because we're not warm enough. Yeah. So okay. it just yeah, it, it's fun exploring in this game is so enjoyable. Because the thing I have about Minecraft is like I I could play Minecraft and like I could have a a, a fun time with it, but the part for me that that I don't super gel with that is the main hook of Minecraft and why people like it so much is it's like, here's a world, go make your own fun. Like this one seems to have that, but also like, if you want, there's some gods over here you can go kill or like, you yeah. know, there, there's, there there's is progression and game. Like you get, 
you get yeah. lore dips. Like when you go to sleep at night, you'll get like little couple of line phrases. Yeah. They sort of flesh cool. out the, um, not necessarily, not in a deep way, not when you like. Just give you a fun oh, little dream. My character's motivations, but just, it just paints a better picture of this world that you're in. And yeah, like there's like stone tablets everywhere that have, again, just more little nuggets of lore. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, there's definitely, again, I know that Minecraft has a goal. You know, you go, you beat the Ender Dragon and all that sort of stuff. And I know there's <laughs> other stuff as yeah. well. But I'm just, I think the, the fact that this just feels like more of a game first is mm-hmm. definitely what's helping me get hooked and just wanting to know what's next around that. Because that's a big hook on crafting games, right? You're like, what's yeah, next yeah, around that tech next. tree? Yeah. I've got a bronze yeah. axe, but can I get an iron axe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you've sold me. I think I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna look into this. I'm going to... Yeah, like maybe even... Maybe like, pick- I mean, I say watch some videos. There's so many to pick from because this is... This is the game at the moment. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually, I'm thinking about doing that as well. I might watch one or two before I go to bed tonight. But yeah, I, I, I this definitely, you've confirmed what I have thought about this game. Where I, uh, where I, what I thought I had feel about this game, which is that it seems a little bit more, yeah, like you said, it's more game there. There's yeah. more progression and narrative, and like it, also, yeah, it has the crafting survival stuff there, but it's not like. Again, I go to Minecraft a lot, but it obviously is the comparison with these games. Yeah. Minecraft is obviously specifically built with, like, that is the thing. Like, they added this other stuff in, like, they put in the end, they put in bosses and stuff, and it's like, you can go and do these things, but predominantly Minecraft is like, yeah, make, as you said, make your own, make your own fun. Mm-hmm. Basically, you've got these, you've got Lego. Go yeah. nuts. But whereas yeah. Valheim, yeah. and I know a lot of other crafting and survival games do it now as well, so it's not like Valheim's, like, this special being. It's just the framing and the, just how it, it comes together is what's really hooked me. But yeah, just having that that game at the gate. Like you wake up and it's like, cool, well, you've got to go beat these gods. I'm like, cool, let's build a house. Let's yep, get so ready. And a lot of it is like you do you do the, the crafting aspect in service of the survival aspect. Yes. It's like, right, I'm cold. I don't want to be cold anymore. Let's get some, let's get some shelter. I've only got 25 right. health. I definitely want more than that. Let's cook meat. Let's go cut but, some boars and cook yeah. the meat. Yeah. I've got right. I've, I've got shitty armor. I want better armor so that I don't die immediately. And then as so basically once we killed that first god and it gave us the ability to harvest metal, I was like, "All right. You guys aren't elder gods, you know, um terrifying in aspect and and um slaughterful in power. You are steps on my tech tree. <laughs> you right. are you are yep. in my way. And I will climb you. I will climb yep. you. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, because I do like that element of games. Like, I, this time last year, played through Journey to the Forbidden Planet and similar sort of thing, not with, like, base building or, like, like not super, so, so much survival, but in terms of, like, cool, I want to go over here. Well, what do I need to get over there? Well, I need this thing here. What do I need to get over there? To, oh, what do I need to make that thing so I can get over there? All right, you need to kill these enemies. All right, well, let's go find those. Let's do that. I've got enough. Let's craft that thing. Cool. Like now I can get over here. What's the next step? And that loop. Yeah. uh, Like appeals to me more so than just like, here's some Lego, which, which is fine. I've got nothing against that. It's just, I feel like I've done my time with, mm. I've done done my time with Minecraft. Like it's fair. Like it's it's been around for a long time. So I don't blame you. And like, yeah, you've got all these other games sort of coming out. Like man, just last year I played Subnautica. Yeah. Which is a completely right. single player but crafting survival game, and I fucking loved it. Like, yeah. if it's ever on sale, 
Get this game. It's great. It's um, it's below, on my list of things to get. Yeah. Below Zero just got dated this week for May, and I'm there day one. Like day day zero, I'm there. Yeah, I'm. I that's one that I I remember after we talked about it on the show. I was like, I'm gonna play this game at some point. Like good. sounds like sounds like my shit. So also, yeah. also horrible because so, the ocean's a nightmare factory, but <laughs> yeah. so good. And the only time you'll catch me in the water, really. Right. It's. Uh, so yeah, this seems really good too. But uh, like adding on top of that, the fact that it's multiplayer that you can like exactly, squad up with yeah. friends. Ten ten players in a server, which is cool. That's really cool. And like that's really we've cool. We've been living in one house, but you don't have to. Like I've mm. like the building's really cool, but it, you could make your own cool Viking house. It's actually right. pretty malleable to to do what you want with it. Yeah. Cool. Very that's interested very cool. in this. <laughs> Even, again, yeah. like I said, talking about it, I'm like, man, I want to play Valheim, but I've got to go to bed after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to have to try and find out a way that I can get this game. Yeah. Like I said, take Probably. a look at some videos and just, because, yeah, like, describing it's great, but when you, it was, because I think I was watching the Allies play it. I was watching Ian, Don, Sophia, and Huber play it. And I was like, oh, I kind of really want this game badly, but I no one else has it yet, so I should hold off. And that it was right. it was really just building from then onwards until like last week where it's like the dam broke, and we all had Valheim. I'm like, well, I'm happy. I've I've had it for like a week and a half, and I put like twenty two odd hours into it, and I love it. It's yeah, I yeah, all right, okay, I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> Sorry, mission Ash. accomplished. <laughs> mission accomplished. It's all right. Hey, this could be a game she'd be into as well. I, I think this she would definitely, it, honestly, one hundred percent up her alley as well. There is no yep. creative option, but I think people have found a way to sort of like cheat, hack it, so you can do in creative. But even then, like just from hearing you talk about, it, like you say, oh, yeah. like you each had your roles, like you, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the the way. If you wanted to just stay and build your house up, or you know, oh, that's, like that's forage for things, so you can like improve things like that, or if you want to go out. Because that's what I want to do. I want to go out and explore. And it's so fun to explore. Like, like I just get, I, yeah. Like I'm just, I'm like, no, I'm going, guys. I've got a, like a, a bag full of food. My my axe is sharp. I'm, see you later. See you like yeah. tomorrow morning. Yeah. The best thing we did was literally, um, Kyron explored an area, and he's like, he's like, I found an area. It's got a bit of a, um, like it's got a bit of planes on it, and then I found like two two big copper deposits and like several crypts, which is part of the tech tree climbing that we need to raid anyway um and we're like all right we don't have to stay here and we you can we built eventually built a teleporter but it was nothing to connect it to so we built one and we're like cool we've got a flag in the ground now let's all get on our fucking little long long ship that we built <laughs> and just sail and we just follow the coast for like a full night of like just like true us vikings true vikings just like went a viking earth and like down the coast up some rivers <laughs> and out the other side and down around till eventually like we mapped out the coastline of this huge area until eventually we got to this place that um Karen had got reached on foot and we were like pretty good let's set up second flag second flag <laughs> fuck yeah build build a house we went to a crypts got the stuff we needed built the second teleporter linked them yeah. now we got like two we got a part because that's the other thing when, when you beat a boss um you take their trophy back and hang it back there's like a, a stone circle you hang it up and you actually get a buff as well so that's neat. So, for example, for killing cool. the deer boss, we got a stamina buff. Basically, reduces our stamina drain for a certain window of time, and it can activate. So you activate it individually, but at least again, the others others might be different. But yeah. this one is an AOE buff, 
So basically we can be like, cool, gather around. I'm going to activate my buff so that'll use it for me. But the other two will still have it. Just cool. cool. This game is cool, man. I fucking love Valheim. Cool. I'm a true believer now. Of, I'm hooked. <laughs> that reminds that reminds me of Division 2. Like, yeah. Mm. Mm. When you get in, like, into like later game stuff where you have those buffs, like those skills and things that you just be like, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to heal myself. Cool. You guys are going to get like passive healing as well yeah. now. So yeah, just cool I love that, that shit. Cool abilities that encourage teamwork is just great. Yeah. Fuck like, yes. Man, Valheim is... Like, when I was watching, I'm like, I'm probably going to really enjoy this game. But after playing, I'm like, fuck, I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. All right. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I look forward to going oh. a Vikinger with you. A Vikinger. But, fuck, um, yeah. fuck yeah. I think we should call it there. We should call the episode. Otherwise, <clears throat> we'll just talk about Valheim more. And then maybe I won't go to sleep. Maybe I'll go start a new character and run a solo one. I don't know. Um, because that's a cool, like, so you make a character right and you can, that, any progress you make is tied to the character, not the game. So, cool. so say you did get it, Joel, and you made a new world and I bought my character in, that would have all the stuff they've got in there, which is cool. Mm. That's and cool. all their progress that's and everything yeah. is also at risk. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> they could just lose um, their stuff. <laughs> and also, too, that on the flip side of that, if I did buy it, and when I do buy it, uh, and you jumped in, you can start a new character. Yes, and, absolutely. And just start and fresh like, with you. Yeah, start from scratch, yeah. And then, Sweet, like, that was get, what I was announced. You can get your hooks in, and then you could come over to our terrifying game. Swamps <laughs> and wolves and, <laughs> and poison build leeches. Own, and <laughs> build up my own defenses, and then uh, <laughs> then come on over to, to Helltown. Um, uh, but cool. yeah, I'm going to say that's an episode, Joel, so you can go ahead and take us out. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, and if you appreciate us, we would appreciate it if you would share us around. Uh, if you know someone who likes video games, likes listening to podcasts, uh, likes podcasts where they derail quite often, I don't know if that's a, a demographic out there. I'm sure it is. Um, yeah, tell them about us and tell them to hit us up because we'd love to have them here as well. Um, and yeah, leaving reviews, stars, all that kind of stuff. Even just reaching out to us and saying, hey, you're doing a good job. We like your show. Yeah. Like I know that, people frequently say, don't add us. Add us. <laughs> yeah, 100% add, add me, us. bro. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless we say specifically otherwise, please do so. Yeah, please do uh, add we like us. To hear, we like to hear from you. It's great. It makes our day. Uh, and yeah, it's great. Uh, if you want to find us on any of the social medias, you can find us at Dialogue Options. Um, yeah, hit us up on there. If you want to ask us anything, you want to talk to us, we're always there. Uh, if you want to catch up with us on our individual accounts, you can find me at Jolie Mac, where um, apart from retweeting uh, Jordan Raskopoulos's amazing, amazing shutdown of a troll in so her uh, in her Twitch chat. Um, just the fucking best thing ever. I've been like saying to myself all week, just been, we got a big man here. Like it's cracks me out. I was like, and so fucking just expertly like, handled. Her, like, definitely her and um, Paladin Amber have like my favorite troll takedowns of uh, like yep. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I expect nothing less from Jordan. She's a fucking absolute yes, treasure. Um, and just doing some amazing stuff on Twitch. Um, I've checked out some of her streams. It's just buck wild stuff. Um, it's great. Uh, but apart from that, I was tweeting about uh, having a little bit of a dance party with my son the other day. We were listening to some Persona music, and he really liked it, and it was great. 
and then I fell down a rabbit hole. It starts. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what? Now the only movie that we watch now is My Neighbor Totoro because he loves it. Um, And uh, you guys saw saw, were witness to that earlier on tonight, where I sent a video. Warmed my goddamn heart, as I said in chat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sent to our 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 group chat a video of Griffin because he picked that up straight away because we were like. Obviously, Ash and I were singing the Totoro. If you've never seen My Neighbor Totoro, it's got a earworm of an end credits theme song um, that will just... Infectious. <laughs> just set up shop in your soul and never leave. And um, and so we were just naturally seeing it, and he was really enjoying the movie. And then he just started going, tuh, tuh, tuh. And we were like... <gasps> so, yeah, he sings along now, and he has his little Totoro doll that he dances around with, and... It's just the best. So, uh, yeah, apart from that, where can they find you, Brendan? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brendigo with a zero on the end of it. Uh, I actually have not been on Twitter recently, but you have the power to change that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at him. Yeah, at me. At me, cowards. Uh, uh, it's, I've still got notifications on. I've just been... Uh, to be fair, it's super busy. It's a hell site. Like, it's a hell site. It is. <laughs> All social media is a hell sites, yeah. and that's why I, I do try to avoid them when I can. But Twitter's probably the one I check in with the most. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And what about you? Where can, yeah, where can they find you, Karen? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter, where I'm at LemonManX, where again, much like Joel, lots of retweets. <laughs> Great. Not the one I want to focus on, but they re- um like the community shit posting account like community reaction videos we have a, a fucking one of my favorite little moments in community which is the one where pierce is in hospital and he says he's bringing jeff's dad to meet him and it's just like because oh, it's obviously full mockumentary style and jeff's like don't you dare in a cup this will footage me freaking out and it's just the footage of jeff freaking out just so subtly my favorite one is just when he just like yells <laughs> and I just retweeted about I'm like, this is exactly what I'm like when Nintendo's like, hey, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., there's a Nintendo Direct. I'm like, there could be Metroid. And then I'm just un- just uncomfortable for the rest of the day. I'm just like, just get to the Direct and let it be over. Just let it be over. I must admit, I must admit, you fucking freaked me out when I read that. Because I logged, I jumped on the Twitter after dinner tonight and I was like, yeah, cool. And that was the first tweet that popped up. And I'm like, wait, did a Direct get announced? Did I miss something? See, there you go. What you have I missed? feel like Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I was just like, did I, what, what year is it? Um, yeah. like, apart from so, that, to go back further in my Twitter feed, Brian, you're right here with me. We are living the painful life of not being able to watch mm-hmm. Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 for us upon a time. Mm-hmm. It is agony. Kara's come out. They're stamping down on pirating. Please do. I don't want anything until that DVD rip. Because let's be honest, I'm not going to wait until like the English cinema release. It's probably going to be that Japanese DVD rip in about six months' time that I bite on because I just don't know how long it's going to take to localize and get that shit over here. Um, but it's painful. It is pain that I can't watch it. This movie is like two and a half hours long and it's like millions yeah. and millions of yen. Only unseated recently, I think, by this Demon Slayer movie. Yeah. So I just want to watch it, but I can't. And my I life is my, agony. I want my giant, sad action figures to go clang, clang, clang. <laughs> impact, impact, impact. <laughs> yeah. And depression, uh, depression, depression. Yeah, yeah, and I, not allowed. I need to watch Demon Slayer. Actually, I was I was looking Netflix at it now, earlier on tonight, so. and I was like, "Yeah, I was looking at it earlier." It popped up on Netflix. And Netflix I was like, keeps I reminding should... me, like, "Hey, uh, 
we think you might like Demon Slayer. I'm like, I know, man. I've watched the you, first episode you, of Anime Lab. I've always meant to get back to it. You're yeah. like, you're probably fucking right, Netflix. I really would yeah. like yeah. it. I just, I, I just, I have like, so little time. I don't need more things <laughs> yeah. to like. Yeah. I just finished uh, yeah. Iron Blooded Orphans. Okay, give me a second. It was just like, I saw it because like I saw a lot of people tweeting about the movie saying how much they really enjoyed mm. the Mugen Train, I think it's called. Yeah, it's called Mugen Train. Mugen yeah. Train. Yeah. And everyone was like, it's fucking great. And I'm like, oh, man, I should watch that. that I have, a, like I have an anime slot, slot opening up soon. Attack on Titan's final season will be splitting. So I'll have some more time. Uh, the manga's nearly over. So I will have some more time for a new anime to welcome into my time. So maybe I'll make time for Demon Slayer then. <laughs> that sounds pretty damn good. Well, in that case, thanks once again for listening to the show. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Options podcast.